Salam Betasev, hello family. My name is Betalim Bakala and welcome to Bet Talk. Um, this is something new that we're doing this year or this season, which is on Fridays we will be having personal stories. So sometimes uh, uh, personal stories of healing, right? Um, and so sometimes you'll hear some of mine. I'll share some things with you. And sometimes you'll hear some of my friends and family, people I respect and appreciate. So today, uh, I think it's only appropriate that you we start with me <laughs> so you can get to know me a little bit. Um, and I will say my true healing journey, uh, I'm going to start sharing my healing journey. But before I do, I guess I should kind of tell you uh, I am Ethiopian by birth. I came to the States before I was a teenager, and uh, I grew up in New York. So I I came, you know, my parents, my family, and I came from uh, Addis Ababa, Ethiopia, which is the capital of Ethiopia, and we um, came and landed in New York City, New York. <laughs> okay, so uh, Addis is very busy, but it has it had nothing on New York. But now when I, I've been back since, I don't know, it's, it's getting a competition. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, I, I grew up in New York. And so for anyone who's seen the movie um, Eat, Pray, Love, there's this part that, and I never understood this piece, but there's this part that she says, um, Julia Roberts' character uh, says, um, every city has its own... Uh, I guess word and New York's was ambition so when I remember when I heard that line in the movie I was like whoa that was it that was the word so in New York um, where I grew up I went to school um, starting from seventh grade on and uh, really until college and um, yeah, until college, I finished school. I went, I started my professional career there. I worked um, over a decade, I think almost 14 years in New York and um, no, maybe less than that. And I remember, uh, it's very clear to me, like you, you don't have time to think, okay? In New York, you're just doing, in a state of doing, in a state of running, going, going, and gone, okay? <laughs> Um, you're rushing to catch the train, you're rushing to catch the bus, you're rushing to get home, you're just rushing always, always, always. And I never, I, I, I grow, I loved New York. Let me just tell you, I loved New York, especially after college. I really loved New York <laughs> uh, because that's the place you want, you know, you're just, it's so lively. There's always something to do. And I remember, um, never being bored like I don't remember being bored at least uh, earlier in my life and let me just tell you guys when I tell you that I had to leave New York in order for me to start my healing journey you won't even believe it I didn't even know I needed to heal in New York I just knew that I needed to go someplace all the time <laughs> I needed to be in a state of movement all the time and um, my parents live in New York. Uh, my sister still lives in New York, one of them, and the other one is in the West Coast now. But 
like New York is home for me. Um, and so I will say when the, when I read them, when I was watching the movie and she said that line, I was just thinking about that. It made me reflect a lot. By the time I had watched that movie, I was out of New York. So it made me reflect a lot on the fact that when you're in a state, uh, you know, in a place like that, in a place where you're always in a state of going, you don't have a moment to just be, be present, be yourself, be conscious. You know, you just, we're just never in a state of being. So I left New York. So I, let me just tell you guys, I had, um, I had surgery back in 2012 and, um, I started having, uh, I started getting pain after the surgery, so I had to get therapy. And so I went to therapy in California because it's warmer weather. The cold weather was really messing with me in New York. And um, I, I so appreciate the people that I found there that like, became like family. I will forever love you guys <laughs> if you're listening to this. Um, and I, I stayed in New York. And let me just tell you guys what I found in Los Angeles, okay? I know everybody says, Los Angeles, so crazy, so much traffic. Listen, when you're coming from New York, pretty much every place is is quiet, (laughs) it's slow, it is uh, peaceful. So for me, LA had so, one thing, one thing that LA had that New York didn't have was nature. Like we had to gather in order for you to see nature in New York, you have to go into Central Park, okay, at least at that time, and uh, especially if you worked in the city like I did. And LA had beaches, 10-minute drive beaches, another one beach, 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 everywhere. There are palm trees are everywhere. It's so beautiful. And the one thing uh, <laughs> I will say, when I moved out there, I remember thinking so when are we gonna go when are we gonna do this when are we gonna do that and my friends they were like I remember one of my my boys said we'll get to it I said when (laughs) I remember being so excited to go to the beach uh, when I first went to the um, for a trip New Yorker okay type a New Yorker that's all I'm gonna tell you guys (laughs) I was ready at like I think it was not even 10 o'clock dressed with my sun hat on, you couldn't tell me nothing. I had my gla- my shades on, and I was ready for the beach. And one of my boys is like, we'll get to it. <laughs> he lives in California. so, And I was just too excited. I wanted to be out. I wanted to be by the water. I wanted to, I wanted to do all these things. And let me just say that that was the first of many, now that I'm looking back, that was one of the first of many moments where I realized what state I was operating in, how high my frequency was, right? Like uh, when when we're talking about frequency, if it's a little bit lower, it's calmer, slower. I was, I was up there, man. I was just running all over. Do you ever do that? Do you ever notice what speed you're going in? Um, For those people who lived who have lived um, in this state of doing for a very long time, state of running, always trying to accomplish things, always going after this thing that seems to you seem to never catch, right? Um, desire, passion, whatever. Those things are 
they're so elusive right like you're just always running but you don't catch them and those well, I, I remember and I'm, I'm looking back now and I'm not even going to edit this because I want you to know how, how emotional this is for me and how um, how raw this is for me even looking back and and recognizing like it's starting to like <laughs> the dots are connecting for me it is insane how much I was just ready to go I remember my I would make a plan I said okay guys let's go hiking let's go do this let's go do that um, I would suggest something my friends were like okay yes let's go and I said what time are we going they're like we'll get to it I said but what time I need I need a time I need a destination I need a when I need a how I need a where I needed to know everything and that need It was so tough to undo. It was so tough to relinquish. It was so tough to get rid of. This need to always know. This need to always just be prepared. Quote, unquote, be prepared. And I'm looking, I'm realizing how much of my life and how much of my time it has taken away from me honestly and I'm and now I'm looking I'm also looking at my current life and I'm realizing that there's still um, a residue of that way of thinking that I'm still operating in Um, man it's interesting because those type of those type of um, behaviors conditioning uh, things that we're conditioned uh, and some of those conditionings can just be by the environment right it cannot it won't necessarily be by a specific person by by the environment and the being in New York being in that type of environment where everything is a go 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 uh, where everything is focused on doing focused on accomplishing uh, focused on attaining um, when you're going to these places, the cities like California, the states are like California, that is more about nature, more grounded. I started, I remember walking barefoot uh, in California, and it just gave me so much peace. And I'm going to tell you guys, um, this is going to be a very short podcast, So, uh, but I'm going to tell you guys, whatever... Um, state that you're in now whatever state that you're in now ask yourself what frequency are you operating in what frequency are you operating in and if you're operating in a high frequency usually that frequency tends to be anxious driven it tends to be um, very you you don't have you can't focus on yourself. You can't intern look at. We cannot look inward at that frequency. At that frequency, this very high frequency, this go 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 frequency. I gotta go take this. I gotta do that and this and that. That frequency. Um, I had to take a breath because that, like, even saying it is a lot. <laughs> but that frequency is very taxing, and it's, it's prone 
uh, it's focused on external it's focused on everything else around us so anytime we're moving and we're operating in this speedy uh, gonzalez <laughs> if you guys watch the cartoon speedy gonzalez uh this go 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 mentality just know that and and maybe you can ask yourself that's part of the action item today what frequency are you operating in and you can ask yourself what are you thinking about what are you focusing on when you're operating in this speedy um, this high frequency i will say if you are working on creating a culture of healing for yourself and for those around you slow down <laughs> slow down your breathing slow down your running slow down your thinking i want to affirm for you that you are exactly where you need to be in this moment this exact moment you're exactly where you need to be and as i'm telling you this i'm telling myself this as well and that whatever it is that you're running towards it can I, I can almost 100% tell you it is related to something you're running from. Reflecting back for me, when I was running uh, towards this accomplishing things, uh, look going after my VP role, um, going after the next... Uh, I, I was very ambitious. <laughs> I still am, actually. But now I'm doing it to make sure I'm making sure that I'm in alignment with with myself, with my... Um, I'm in alignment with my true desires. And I'm in alignment with my inner self. Like, I'm not, I'm not letting my mind just take over. I'm making sure that my heart and my mind and my spirit are in alignment in the things that I do. So... I will say uh, what I said about whenever you're going to, whenever you're running towards something, it's in the opposite side. It's you running away from something, right? And I'll tell you for me, by me running towards these accolades, I was running away from this girl that um, understood that her parents made a sacrifice for um, for her when they came here. I was running away from that girl. From I was running away from trying not to disappoint my parents. Trying to make the very best that I, the very best thing that I can do, um, and trying to accomplish the best that I can. The best that I can. And a lot of that, though, because I did not learn to slow down. I didn't learn about balance. I didn't learn about taking a deep breath. <laughs> I didn't learn about alignment, being in alignment with myself. I really burnt myself all out a lot. Um, that running towards those accolades was really me running away from this feeling of 
I don't want to disappoint. I don't want to disappoint. I don't want to disappoint. I need to be better. I need to do better. I need to move forward. I cannot stand still. And there is this level of, and all of that, by the way, there is this level of fear. And that's what I wanted to say. There's this level of fear. And all of that is um, rooted in fear. Fear of failure, uh, fear of not accomplishing my best, which then will turn around and make it, make my parents coming to this country almost like a waste. But what I'm learning now as a mom, what I'm learning now, now that I'm a mother, is the sacrifice that my parents and our parents make for us is so that they can make sure they give us the opportunity, right? It is not so that we can feel guilty. I will do all I can, all I can for my son. I have a son. I'm a I'm a mom. <laughs> he is now two. I love you, baby, whenever you hear this. Um, my job as a mom is to do the best I can to provide for my son. At any time, my job is never to make my son feel like, hey, I sacrificed this for you. And, and thankfully, my parents didn't do that. But you know what? They didn't have to tell me that. They didn't have to say anything. I took on that responsibility. Right? I took on that need to make sure that they see that all their hard work was for something. It was worth them crossing an ocean coming into a brand new land, leaving all their friends and family, their land of birth, to come here for opportunities for us, I took on that responsibility. They never gave it to me. I know that whatever sacrifices that I may make for my son, I never want him to feel that, oh, because my mom did this, now I have to do this. And if there's anyone that's a mom, if we, if you've heard that, hey, I brought you to this country because of X, Y, and Z. I made these sacrifices because of X, Y, and Z. I want to affirm for you that your job as a kid was to be a kid and if you heard those things which then put put pressure on you to show up a certain way I'm so sorry you are not expected to perform a certain way as a result of sacrifices that your parents made and if you're a parent now please don't do that because there's this level of anxiety that it creates in children. This feeling of, I need to be successful. I need to uh, be something. 
The only thing they need to be is themselves, right? The only thing we need to be is ourselves. And when I say I need to be successful, I'm talking about toxic uh, success at the cost of your well-being, at the cost of um, <laughs> you losing yourself. You, For example, you would choose to be a doctor even though because that's something that would make them proud, that would make it worth their while for them to cross a land and come here versus you wanting to be an artist, let's say, maybe because they frowned up, frown upon artistry. I just want to, I want us to break this chain and I want us to heal from this and know that if we are running away from something, um, excuse me, running towards something, it's usually because we're running away from something. And so that's my second question for you. What are you running towards right now? What are you running towards? What is the goal that you're setting? What is this thing that you are doing in a very unhealthy way? I'm not, I still ambition, desire to grow. All these things are beautiful. Don't get me wrong. They're beautiful. They become problematic when we are not balanced, when we are not listening to ourselves, when we're not taking breaks, when we don't understand our why. If our why is not based on love, love, balance, ourselves, meaning I want to help, I want to make a change, I want to do X, Y, and Z, that's love. I want to make my parents proud because I love them, that's not the same thing. Yes, you love them, yes, but the pride piece, that's the questionable part. As if them being proud of you is conditional. See, that's the piece, that's the problem. So, um, and we can talk about this. Please send me a message on uh, info at kinetbeat.com or any of the social media on Kinetbeat. I would love to hear your thoughts on this. Um, because I know, and, and if you want to hear more of this, just inbox me or send me an email uh, so that we can dissect this further. But I just want to say, we, children of immigrants, we, uh, children of those that sacrifice, we, children of environments that may not have been the safest whether inside the home or outside of the home just know that we deserve to be our most authentically peaceful self balanced self and this desire that we have to go towards a destination to make up for those times that we didn't feel loved or those times that we felt pressure or those times that we felt um, we were traumatized or in pain. Just know that those things, these running towards something, these are all coping mechanisms. Okay, we, these are just temporary. Because once you're, you attain that, 
once we attain the titles, once we attain whatever it is that we're going to, we're running towards, there's still going to be this feeling of emptiness because we have, we haven't healed. We're doing it for the wrong reasons, right? So that's kind of my short version of my, my journey that, um, led me to acknowledging that, hey, something is not right. The first one was me moving from New York to L.A. And uh, I want to end by saying, if you are in a place where you cannot see yourself, if you are in a place where you can't even, you don't even have the time, the moment, or are not encouraged to be still, slow down and operate in a slower frequency so you can just have time to even take a deep breath and just come back to yourself, there might be some changes you need to make. And I'm not saying get up and move across the country like I did. I know that's not always feasible for everyone. But finding little things to incorporate and to remind you to take a deep breath. Sometimes writing um, these reminders and putting a sticky note wherever you see it all the time, that's important. Putting it in front of, you know, by the mirror is amazing. Um, getting plants are always great because plant is with nature, reminds you to just, when you see it, something that, that makes your heart skip a beat or, I love plants, so anything green, it's like my happy place. Yellow is amazing it's a bright color and it reminds you it reminds us of the sun and it just resets us really quickly um, so i understand that moving across the the country is not possible but maybe incorporating some things that remind you to take a deep breath literally a sticky saying take three deep breaths slowly that will do it for some people i'm just saying <laughs> so identify what that is for you and know that you're worth all of that. We're all worth healing. Thank you so much for uh, being with me. I guess it's a little bit longer than I expected. I thought it was going to be like 20 minutes, 15 minutes. But thank you so much for staying with me and listening. Um, I am planning on uh, doing these type of personal stories on Fridays and on Tuesdays you'll hear more of more analyzed programs with a little bit of personal stories in there uh, but I really am so thankful that you're here with me I love you I will talk to you soon be well <laughs>